everyone, and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co's here, Ryan. I mean, Ryan. Holy shit, Matt, you just pointed at Scott. What are you doing? You changed <laughs> My the two co-hosts, Ryan. You changed the table again, too, by the way. You didn't tell me you were doing that, and I am, again, very upset with you. Change. It happens. Get used to it. Fine. All right. And Scott. You, you know, if you switch us three more times... Then the end sign comes, and the skies open up. Oh, is it? I, 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 no, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Great Cthulhu. One of the signs of the end times. I'm yeah, just, yes. I'm just saying that's, yeah. just keep, just keep track. Just keep, no, no, this one. One. Yeah, one. You, one. One. Left. One, everyone. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Welcome back to another episode of Polyhedron. Doing just fine. Doing I'm, just fine. I'm great. Good. Uh, what is, uh, what? Have you been doing gaming wise? Anything interesting? It's been a dry spell as far as role playing is mm-hmm. concerned. Uh, we, mm-hmm. our, our werewolf game hasn't happened in a while due to uh, Dread Academia. Yep. Um, yeah, I know. But I think it's his last semester. It's, yeah, yeah, it's his last semester. Our GM's last semester, so we'll be back into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I never I, let grad school get in the way of my good time. Maybe that's why I don't have a PhD. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I have joined uh, uh, 2016 uh, and started doing some streaming of my own. Uh, yeah, very cool. Gaming streaming. Uh, I'm playing my favorite game of all time, which is Gabriel Knight. Um, what is the name of your Twitch channel? Uh, Simulacra TV, mm. uh, which I'm just repurposing an old project uh, for funsies. Because, um, cool. hey, I've got an LLC and a bank account, so why the hell not? Yeah. <laughs> um, Hell yeah, man! Yeah, dude. Um, um, what else do you think about playing? Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably some old games. Uh, I might do. I mean, I'm running through Skyrim right now, so I might do Skyrim. That's that's always um, good. Scott, I'm super gonna just start my own channel on Twitch and just stream like completely opposite of you, so people can watch me suck at Overwatch. <laughs> I, okay, do, do sure, it. It's not going to work. It's, it's not. not gonna I'm work. not going to do that. I couldn't take the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, early early channel streaming, you don't get shit. I actually had one person on my channel the first time I, I did did yeah. it so I, actually uh, if you play like it'd be cool if you like made a niche where you suffer like really more obscure like li- like older games or obscure games oh shit people don't play like Gabriel Knights yeah. not a yeah, lot yeah, of people a, know about it's it it's a you very know, old game it's a yeah. very good game not Fortnite just yeah. not Fortnite yeah anything yeah. <laughs> but Fortnite uh, yeah um, I mean really I'm, I'm just I'm building the channel because that's where I'm eventually gonna that's gonna be a home for RPG streaming um, which, uh, you know, as much as I, I enjoy Polyhedron plays and whatnot, I have some, uh, products of my own, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when that becomes more fruition and, yes. and cross promotion and, and synergy. I know, I know I'll be there. Business oh, yeah. terms. Backward flow dynamics. Oh. oh, fuck. I think he just won. I think he just won. I guess he did. That's the greatest. It's what the greatest. about you, Ryan? Any game things? Uh, it's really like I was playing Near Automata, but the second part of the game, spoilers, is hacking a lot. Oh, no. Like the hacking oh. mini game, which is actually just a bullet hell shooter. Oh, no. And That's... it's like, you know what I want in the break of my Devil May Cry style action combat? I want to play a little bullet hell mini game that is brutally difficult, sometimes unfairly so. I think you're lying, Ryan. Are you lying to me right yeah, now? Is that yeah. actually not what you want? That's not what I want. <laughs> I, I, I think this I think it's called sarcasm. Millennials, this is called sarcasm. It's when people say the opposite of what they want. Tina Fey uses it. I know it's very confusing. <laughs> um, see the cake trunk controversy. Anyway. Cake, cake jump, uh. But what I've mostly been playing is Overwatch because I don't have to give a shit for more than 10 minutes at a time. And right. Although that said, I have been like just like... 
like you know gamer facing it with my weird claw hand <laughs> and my and my neck my double chin just like <laughs> in front of the in front of the thing it's like apparently i i found out that i'm okay just okay with diva just okay hey, and okay enough to where i was getting like four golds in my quick play matches which yep. i'm told is a thing that happens you start getting like really good in quick play matches so you go to competitive mode and then your asshole gets busted like, it's just, it get, you just blow an o-ring on how badly you get beat up and, <laughs> and i mean i did my placement matches like my 10 placement matches which was a little weird but i got like gold 2000 which is the that, third that's a pretty tier. that's pretty okay in the ranking system yeah i did you okay got some, you got some game it was like game. it was like Four losses, one tie, and five wins, and, yeah, right. and I did okay in all of them. So yeah. also, it takes other factors into account, not just win loss ratio. It's a lot of like how much damage you did, how much healing you did, all yeah, these other exactly. Like, a lot of these other. Factors. As I said, I proficiently play the character, yeah. so well, Overwatch is like that's a game that takes account into account big, big data. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, it big data is like, the, the shit out of the you. The analytical engines are sophisticated enough that it can uh, really like. I don't know why I won one of the matches that I won because it looked like we lost, but it said we won, and I don't understand it. That's some fucking like Mario Party shit, like, like yeah. star communism. There's some shit. <laughs> there's some shit going on in the background, like mm. it's calculating some points or awarding points, and mm. I don't necessarily always know why it's awarding those points. Mm -hmm. And <sighs> I mean, I get the baseline. Ooh, it's objectives, but there was like. There was something else happening that was like, oh, we didn't do the thing we were supposed to do, but we totally won. So. Mm -hmm. Good enough for me. Yeah. Anyways, for my gaming, I haven't done much. Uh, I've no one cares, just Matt. Been organizing <laughs> myself and sort of getting my Black Crusade stuff together. Did not even slow him down. Nope. And yeah. that's basically what I've been up to. Um, so I think we can hop right into the news of is, things. Is there news? Um, There's a tiny bit. Amount. The uh, Onyx Path podcast has started. Uh, the Onyx Pathcast. The Onyx Pathcast. As I, as I said when he showed that to me, in all caps, they coming for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's cool. No, we, 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 we want more the merrier. Yeah, absolutely. More the merrier. I, mean, the I, Onyx haven't, Path I haven't had a chance to listen. I haven't had a chance to listen to the first episode yet because it literally this afternoon hit my podcatcher. Uh, it wasn't on the one that I used. They must have uh, just put it like on yeah. iTunes and Stitcher mm -hmm. and all that, and it takes a couple yeah. days. But to I downloaded the first episode, so I'll probably listen to that on the way to work tomorrow. Oh, yep. Uh, one of the guests, at least Eddie Webb, who we've had on yeah. here before, he's going to be on there on a, as a regular. I think it's bi-weekly? I don't know. Weekly? I'll Can look we, at there's it. There's only we been one episode. episode so but we'll, we'll definitely put a link in our show notes for everyone. So if you want to Eddie on there. to talk about Pugmire? Can we just do I mean, that? hey, I, mean, I don't see can. Why. If you want, we I'm, can do that. I just like, okay, so it's like, I haven't even played the game, I haven't read the game, but I just like it so much conceptually. Well, you know. Well, why don't we do this? One thing we can do is let's do a little reading on Pugmire, yeah. get kind of could it, get a good grasp of it, and then I'll I'll see if he was willing to come on the ship. I mean, that'd be lovely. He was, that'd be rad as hell. Because he I know he's doing more stuff with Pugmire, and there's probably more Kickstarters and plans for Pugmire, so he's going to want to promote it. Um, the other news, um, a correction, now that I can go live with this information, uh, we are officially going to be at MomoCon in Atlanta, Georgia, Memorial Day weekend. Yay! Yay! Now tell them the less good part. 
Yeah. Um, well, it's tr- I try to make the frown turn upside down, as they say. So it's going to be a late night party with you polyhedron. Me, you want me to deliver the bad news, Matt? I'll yeah, do no, it for you. I'll be your hitman. So <laughs> do the do this, the scheduling of, of MobileCon this year. Um, they're running content much, much later than we originally had intended or thought about. And so our slot is 1 a.m. on Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Technically 1 a.m. Saturday morning, although it, if you it's, have Friday a, night. it's a Friday badge. It's to a get, Friday badge, the but it's thing. Saturday during the content. Uh, they're really pushing not 24-7 content, but a lot of extra content, more also, than I, I could ever thought they were yeah. going to do. A number of the LARPs, uh, there's going to be some of the LARPs there, and mm-hmm. uh, Forest of Doors and a number of others are going to be doing panels in the mid-afternoon for some, some gaming trash, just LARP mechanics and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. So yeah, there'll be some panels up, uh, so if you're you know a LARPer in, uh, in the I will, area. I will post when it goes officially posted on their Facebook group, and then when they officially release the 2018 schedule, because they have not done that yet, they haven't finalized everything, I will be putting that out there for everyone so you know exactly when and where, because we don't know where yet, we only know when. Um, I mean, so- it's, it's a large place that the con takes place, but I think, it's, isn't it all like one... Like contiguous buildings, three basic it's, buildings. It's essentially like the size of the airport. Wow. Yeah, it, it it's pretty massive. You have the main convention center. You have the hotel connected to it. I was only and then there's like yeah. one other area that they use. And, for and I only stuff. drove by it when I was doing Uber, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And the convention center is like split into like multiple wings. Yep. Um, um, so multiple it, levels. Multiple levels. Multiple wings. It's damn huge. Um, Man, I hope we get a. I mean. All that being said, I hope we're not in, like, a dank-ass corner. No, no, we're going to be fine. They're going to give us a good room, I think. Um, because here's the thing. We are part of the gaming track. That's what we're going to okay. be on. Cool. Um, and gaming is very actually yep. important for MomoCon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, big time. And uh, I already have some put out a little bit of feelers. And some people on Reddit have already said, hey, yeah, I'll show up. Right. Like, we're going to show up because I didn't know when your panel was. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be there for D&D and all this other stuff. Why not at 1 a.m.? Thanks, Reddit. Sure. Oh, man. Oh, Reddit. That's, that's yeah, super I'm gonna, cool. Now that I've made it official in the actual main episode because uh, patrons found this out uh, two weeks ago when we did the – well, last, actually last week when we put mm-hmm. the patron content out. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's really cool for us. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Remember, it's 1 a.m. the 26th, which is basically you need the Friday badge, and it's Saturday morning. I know that's a little weird. Although I will say, though, I, I did buy a four-day pass, and it's $15 more than a one-day, like, main-day badge. Uh, get the four-day pass. Yeah, and also the Marta oh, it's Station a great con. Is, it's a great con. Yeah, the Marta Station's right there, so if you need to come and go, you can. It's pretty easy. I remember when it was in the Georgia Tech Student Center. Mm-hmm. I went I went to the, one of the first mobile cons when I was 18. I, I recall that as well. Uh, uh, last the gaming, year was my first one. The gaming was in, oh, my God, I don't even remember the name of that dank-ass, nasty building we were in. <laughs> I don't know, um, but anyway, so let's let's get on to the topic. Sure, uh, why not? Uh, so, well, much like that introduction, we're going to fail forward. <laughs> exactly, we're talking about uh, games in which uh, mechanics known as fail forward play uh, yes. heavy role uh, or or are featured. And basically, what fail forward means is um, every gamer knows the terror and the horror and the despair of doing setting up some kick-ass badass action. And then totally whiffing on the dice, um, but there are games like Star Wars Fantasy Flight version. Yes, they do. Um, uh, the New Trinity Continuum. Yep. Uh, and, a, and a number of others that uh, do the fail forward idea is to take some of the wind out of that that hit uh, of, of of it gives you a benefit or it helps you out 
so that you're not completely just whiffing and not contributing and, and feeling like a shit. Yeah, it's, it's, think of it as morale, right? It's like your players have a morale meter. And when they whiff and they want to do cool things, but the dice aren't with them, their morale is going down. They, they feel bad. You can tell if you're a GM or you're at the table, you're, you've seen guys just get super fucking pissed mm-hmm. about the thing that they wanted to have happen, not happen, and it just stops dead in its tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, something actually to clarify, there is the concept of fail forward, which is exactly yeah. what Scott said. There's also a tor- uh, something that some people get the two terms mixed up and or there's a separate meaning for this mm-hmm. there's nothing uh another concept called success at cost yeah they're they're two separate ideas in my mind but they're very very they mm-hmm. run along the same parallels Whoa. uh the idea of failing but you get something out of failing even you get some sort of benefit some sort of ability something that compensates you for failing whereas the other one is you can succeed at what you do but you either take a penalty you take some sort of effect or something else happens and makes the game the new vtm change. yeah vtm has that in it yeah you yeah. choose to succeed you can you can succeed you can, if you come you know within you know skin of your teeth close you can choose to take the hit and still succeed right yeah yeah, there's a couple of them. Like, Aeon does a lot of the fail-forward stuff. Yeah. They I call mean, it momentum, Aeon has, right? Aeon has the momentum system, mm-hmm. uh, which is when you fail, uh, you you uh, you get a resource called momentum, uh, which um, fuels some abilities, lets you add dice to a roll. Um, and it's collective uh, pool. And it's collective pool. It also kind of has a succeed at cost um, uh, with the complication system, mm-hmm. uh, which is certain rolls... Uh, can the 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 story guide, uh, which is that's what they call uh, their uh, their their the storyteller or the GM or whatever the story guide and the story type system. The man basically says, all right, so this game this this particular role has a three dot complication on it, and what that means is that um, in addition to all the other shit that you're trying to accomplish, um, if you do not pay an additional three successes, then something bad will happen to you, regardless of what else happened on the roll. Right. Um, so like you're fighting an alien that has acid for blood and you're, you're rolling to, to shoot that alien. Uh, but it has a three, uh, it has a two, two dot complication. So if you don't spend, if you don't keep two of those successes in reserve, or if you don't have those two successes, right. You are going to get sprayed with the acid blood and you will take probably damage, some damage or or something bad will happen to you. It can be effect some sort of something, uh, something that is detrimental generally to yeah. you in some way. It's just basically a way to make, make, make even success a little spicy. Um, put, put a little, and, and you know, you can, you can, as a player, you can choose to say like, you know what? I'd really rather just do all the damage I can on this guy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to pay that complication off and I'll take the hit, you, but that motherfucker will get, or it could be, you could set it up to where I'm going to do, put all these successes towards uh, hurting the thing. I'll take the hit, but I'm relying on my other abilities that my character mm-hmm. may have like a biokinetic who's really resistant to those types of things. It's like, or I just don't give a shit about acids. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't give a, a shit. Now, fantasy flight star Wars system. You does, have the, well, yeah, that I'll, I've played a lot of that. Yeah. So I'll, so there's advantage and disadvantage. Like, okay, so first thing you got to know about Fantasy Flight Star Wars, they got weird ass dice. It's just lots of weird different types of dice. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a progression of how they increase in size and sides. There's like D8s, D10, D8s and D12s is really yep. kind of their main thing. And there's success and failure on them that cancel each other out as you roll them. There are some blank sides, but there's also advantage and disadvantage that cancel each other out. And there are two separate tracks for any given roll is did you succeed 
or did you fail? But there's also you have X amount of advantage or disadvantage. And those are technically on any given role, they're points, like advantage points or disadvantage points that can be spent by either the person against you, like the GM can spend them against you, or if you have advantage, you can spend it against them to do extra stuff. So for example, the, the example is a diplomacy role where you're talking to a group of people. You can fail that role, but if you have advantage, you may not have swayed the crowd, but you get X people for X advantage that were like, Hey, that guy's all right. Like yep. there, you can actually go talk to an NPC who may have been sway individually swayed. You didn't do everything you wanted to do, but you got a little some some advantage can be spent to make people's like your shit not fail. Um, oh, they also have critical successes and triumphs and something uh, doom or something like that. No. Disaster, triumph, and something else. Whatever. Yeah, it's dark side related. I think. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's really not a big grim. No. Uh, don't, don't worry uh, about it. Sorry. But basically, like, those are like, motherfucker's blaster stop. Like, it's his energy pack just fizzles. Or hmm. he, you can make people lose cover, fall down, and yep. all that kind of stuff. So that it's kind of a separate... It's pretty intricate. It's right? ve- Oh, it's actually very complicated in, at some points. Sometimes it's dead simple. It's like, oh, you got a lot of extra advantage, huh? Make him die. Like, but, <laughs> but some He's dead. I would like you to be dead now. Yeah. yeah. Um, another concept of fail forward that I want to bring up, sort of instead of the mechanical aspect that we've mm-hmm. already talked about, there's also the narrative concept. Because one of the things I was reading up of about fail, failing forward mm-hmm. um, is that when you do that, it you're trying to keep the action from stalling out Mm -hmm. let's say an example you have a guy who's like i'm doing research on a thing and the gm's like i really want him to find out the thing but he's got a roll he rolls and he he whiffs he whiffs and you're like shit i can't tell him the really cool thing i want him to know well now what now what exactly that stalls the action that keeps things from going and even more simple it's like anyone who's played dungeons and dragons knows what this is it's like okay you're in a dungeon there's a door it's locked Okay, I rolled a, I rolled a pick the lock. Roll a one. Well, now what? What yeah. happens? Yeah. I mean, you they, need to get through the door, right? Well, I guess you're gonna roll again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you're like, just gonna well, roll. It, it's just roll yeah. until you succeed. F- succeed. So, what's the point of the door? Like, right. why? Is that, yeah. That, why is the door there? Why is the door there? It's not actually a challenge. It's just a thing that stops you cold i mean there is uh, i'll counter that where it's like okay now you need to approach the door in a different way like get your barbarian friend to go kick open the door well yeah and that's the thing it's like look for an alternative method or maybe like there's something on the other side of the here's you're trying to pick it and kicks it open itself to kill you which is also fine like anything (laughs) that anything you can do to make things not just stop yeah, well, I mean, the the whole locked door thing, like that, that speaks to the the simulationist style. Indeed, yeah, that was gaming. a lot of the conversation uh, that I, I read up on dungeons. Um, yeah, exactly. You are in a dungeon. Sometimes the doors are locked. That style of D and D, which you know is, is I think it's considered more old school D and D, which is very much it's a dungeon simulator. And they've really they've really tried in the modern in the five E settings to, to, to get make, away from to, that. to spice it up. Well, the dungeons are still a thing, obviously, oh, yeah, that's true. The, right in the name. But they try to make it less like, ugh, like the like yeah, less less of a of a nitty gritty tactical thing. But I mean, so the notion of there's a locked door. You have to deal with this locked door to, to progress or to get the thing that you want. And that's a very simulationist idea, right? Whereas a narrativist idea is, you know, it's the the fact that there's a locked door doesn't immediately and inherently mean that you are stalled. It doesn't stall the action. Let's say you went in that sort of 
perspective, if you have a more narrative system and you are playing with fail forward, mm-hmm. you could be like, okay, yeah, you didn't break up the lock, but you see like a loose brick over here, and maybe that right. leads to something else, like a weird trip. Oh. Like, like this couldn't be picked regardless, mm-hmm. but you have to give the secret like latch that will unlock it for you or something. So, so like here, that. here's here's an idea that I just just literally had. We're gonna Isn't spend it? the entire podcast talking about locked doors. By yeah, the way, exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's a good, it's a good. it's a good metaphor. Um, so this is an idea of, well, okay, so obviously, uh, mo- more than likely, the person who's trying to pick this door is your rogue. Right. More uh, likely so. Well not. So the idea of like, unless it is a very important door, if you didn't hear the capital letters. Uh, just an idea. Being a robe means you pick the you pick yep. the lock. You yep. don't have to roll. You just pick the lock because by nature of the fact that you are a rogue. The guy who is good at the thing just let him and, do. The and thing. most of the time, it's like it's statistically improbable that you're going to fail anyway. Right. So why like why why yeah. let him why even exactly. get the possibility of whiffing? It's like, well, that's where the take ten mechanic comes from. Actually, mm-hmm. the the ability to take, take 10, ten, take twenty, yeah. take ten and take twenty. Take ten is. It, it actually used to be kind of a thing that you would have to like get a like a class feature that lets you do it. Mm. But basically, like the thief acrobat or some mm-hmm. of the old shit from three five, it's like you can take ten on X rolls. Sorry, my my nerd my nerd glasses just went up on my brow when you said that because I remember take ten and take twenty is built into the baked into the system. What a lot of those class features were were I can take ten on in X. stress in stressful mm-hmm. situations things right. you normally would never be able of a, to take ten in or the middle of a fight you can take ten on a, on a you know pick lock yeah or pickpocket or, or something, pick po- or something silly crazy. like that whereas the idea of like you don't have a rogue or your rogue is down or your rogue is doing something else and you're the wizard. Well then, yeah. Then you're gonna have to the roll and unlock and, that yeah, door. Yeah, it's like because you're not or specialized in the or thing. Or be clever, or you know, cast knock. Always like, like a real wizard. <laughs> God damn it, real wizard. pammies with their ghost hands and whatnot. Are you, ga- are you gatekeeping wizards now? Is this how this works? Uh, look, uh, I, I have a lot invested in wizardry. Uh, I went to wizard school for ten years, and I'm sorry. I'm crippled with wizard debt. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to five years of wizard school to be called Mr. Hobblegob. (laughs) (laughs) I've got 50,000 arcane dust in debt. (laughs) Oh, man, we're just building a narrative here, aren't we? Yes, yes. This is what we do. Welcome to the show. Wizard, debt and maladies, wizard edition. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Ouroboros, it eats its 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 own head, it goes back to the fantasy genre. exactly. (laughs) Uh, Oh, anyways. Yeah, but so... Now let's take the reverse of what I was talking about. Let's talk about succeeding with success. Because this has a slightly different style. Succeeding with consequence? Yes, everyone. Ryan, laugh. Go ahead and laugh. You want <laughs> succeeding to. Succeeding with success. Sorry, it was I'm in sorry, my head. sounds like a Tim and Eric thing. That's all. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> welcome to succeeding with success. Everyone on Twitch, this is Matthew's dumb brain. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm working on it. I've had one of those bad brain days, he's as very, they say. He's as the a kids very say. nice person. Yeah. Yes. So, um, succeeding with consequence. Womp, womp. womp. Like I did. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, the consequence was we made fun of you. Yes. Um, yes. What else is new? <laughs> Man, you really should. But put uh, so let's take that example of the lock. Instead of like finding something weird, installing the action out, you can also be like the GM could be like, "Yeah, you rolled maybe," and we're like, "You picked it, but your lock picks broke." 
like or that. you or or this is the the dungeon designer was a motherfucker and decided that like you know picking this lock triggers a trap. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a uh, trap that you even though you cleared it, there was a a, a secondary trap that you weren't aware of. Dungeons and that were, you got affected by it. Dungeons were always the weirdest thing for me to run. Like I ran one recently and it's just like, am I doing this right? Like I don't. <laughs> some of this stuff seems stupid. Like <laughs> like I don't want to have to deal with them fighting in a five foot corridor. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Five foot corridors are the building blocks of reality. Yes. It's kind of like the plank scale. So it's just dungeons all the way down. Just dungeons all the the way way down. down. (laughs) Well, that's Undermountain, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, two dungeons deep. Don't don't go in there. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't go to Undermountain. (laughs) Yep. Elminster's a shit. No, it's not not Elminster. It's... um... Undermountain? Oh, that's Blackstaff's. Well, Blackstaff is the the Waterdeep Mage, yeah. Is it the other chosen of Mister? Yeah, he's the yeah. Blackstaff lives in Waterdeep. I thought. Yeah. No, I I I thought it was Halster. Halster was the mm-hmm. one that that made uh, Undermountain. Oh, uh, okay. Oh yeah, the crazy ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that's what the, you're talking the, about. Gotcha, the, gotcha. The, the only no. As soon as you said that, as soon as you said that name, all I could think of was the stats. He's a thirtieth level wizard. Of course he is. Uh, anyway, in crazy as fuck. Um, another another way of looking at this concept, uh, you know, both failing forward and succeeding with consequence, is how House of the Blooded deals with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it, it deals with it in a in a slightly different way. Um, very wick way. It's a very wickian way. Um, <laughs> where uh, the the where the the core mechanic of that game is you're rolling a bunch of d sixes, um, and trying to hit uh, a total of ten. Uh, over over the on on your dice pool for basic conf, uh, conflict resolution. Um, now, uh, if you roll over ten, then you have what's known as privilege. And what privilege lets you do is say not, it doesn't say whether you succeed. It's you get to decide whether you succeed or fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is it can be difficult to wrap your head around until you realize that. Um, there, the secondary part of that system is called wagers, which is dice that you set aside from your main role, uh, which you can then spend to add further details. Uh, so one of the examples given is, you know, you're, I am, I am leaping across from, from, across from one roof to another. As you do. And you rolled, you roll your, your agility or, uh... I forget what it is. You roll those uh, you, stats. You, you roll your stat to do it, uh, and you you get privilege, and you choose to say I fail, and then you spend one of your wagers, but I land on a balcony below below, and I know whose balcony it's this person's balcony, and she lets me in. Yeah, it's uh, and but, she's hot for sex with me. and she's and she's down for down DTF. Um, um, and then you're just fulfilling some fantasy. I don't know, but but, but it's this notion of why do we do that? Um, yeah, also you find out you are time. you are meant to not always succeed in the thing that you're trying to do, but use failure to be make it more interesting. And that's a what what a part of failing forward is always keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep complicate things, but don't don't stall out the action, as you said. And House of Blood does in a very interesting way because you have narrative control mm-hmm. when you succeed, or if you fail, depending on your wagers, you have more influence over what dictate. Instead of the GM coming down from on high and saying the re- re- the reality of the situation is X, mm-hmm. you go. The GM's like the reality of this is Y, mm-hmm. and then you add the so, X and then the so Z on top th- of it. So one thing John Wick likes, if I've 
got a read on his own because mm-hmm. I looked at Seven C and stuff. It's like right. John Wick likes line by line dictation of story beats. Like he yeah, likes yeah. He, that's Raises, one thing that's yeah. yeah, it's kind of part of his system too. It's like also your experience mm-hmm. points are done like a line by line sort of progress story progression. Hmm. Uh, and this is where we can take the conversation a little bit more meta and, and look a little deeper into this. Right. Is the idea what does why has this come about and what does what is the implications of it? Well, one too many locked doors, I believe, is the, <laughs> the exact I, I think I think it's it's the industry got the industry got set in its ways in in a very simulationist mindset. I mm-hmm. think uh, overwhelmingly. Uh, I mean, I think we saw the the this in um, uh, the fourth edition of D and D was a MMO simulator. Yeah, um, kind of. I mean, it was always yes. You make the, the classic case that D and D was always a miniature game and all that. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, American Choppers meme here. Um, <laughs> uh, and so the idea Don't date the podcast, man. Come on, that won't be even a thing when this comes out. <laughs> it is. You're probably right. Yep. I don't know. On, I think I'm it telling, has legs. I'm telling you, take on me was the end of it. Anyway, yeah, so I think it, the industry was very, reached a point of very simulationist, uh, and that does not in, that does not deal with the concept of failing forward. Things are very absolute in a simulationist yes. uh, framework. And most of us got goddamn sick of it. Well, yeah, it's, it's along the lines of, am I, am I here to tell the story of my character? Uh, am I here to do awesome, cool things? Or am I here to contend with this goddamn lock? Yeah. Um, like, is that is, is that really fucking important? Well, I mean, it's also I, I, if I may wax wax philosophical, it's also about the aging of the gaming populace mm-hmm. uh, of 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 gamers. P- p- gamers are getting older. I have four hours in which I have to play this game. They, I don't yeah. have all goddamn weekend. I've got you know some shit to do at yeah, home. Back I don't we- want to spend my hard earned gaming time dealing with minutia. Back when I, back when, you know, all right, guys, Saturday session, six hours, like that'll never happen again for me. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I tried to do that, I'd be bored in four or three, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I don't actually have the patience to just sit in tabletop for four four to six hours. It's just I don't have it in me anymore. I've got too much I, stuff I remember going doing on. like eight hour, the, the like Friday night, eight hour sessions, whole 4 a.m. The whole day. Thing. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it, it's... First it, of all, I get sick of the fucking people I'm with. But, uh, <laughs> I don't care who they are. But um, yeah, it's just, we don't have much time. We mm-hmm. have two two hours at the at the low end, four, four hours is. at the... Oh, it's like, whoa, whoa. Five, five is pushing it. Five it's is like, that. work's going to suck tomorrow, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. but, but this is really cool, so let's keep going. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, well, we don't have time. I, I, I became more aware of this situation when I was running Exalted for you guys. Oh yeah, because I that was a very long game. And oh yeah, Exalted is a very big, over the top, empowered fantasy type of game. And therefore, ergo, when you're rolling all these dice, you want to succeed, you want to do it big, yeah. but it would always hurt so much when my player would fail, mm-hmm. and we and they do these cool stunts. This was when this was in second edition, so stunting you did beforehand mm-hmm. to get more dice, but you still failed, and the narrative that they were building in their in in their character was not the thing. And I'd have to scramble my hardest to come up with a good awesome. reason a re- and a reasonable reason to make it make sense that they failed doing what they're doing. I mean, it it sometimes the dice aren't with you. Yes, uh, I mean. 
it it I mean Exalted's one of those things of like if you're gonna fail, you're probably gonna fail a combat role. Mm, because yeah. because you know people can I mean hell I had my 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 DV was up in in the in the mid mid teens. Yeah, it was I silly. Was, I was a martial artist. And yeah. Kind of yeah. Si- I was a sidereal martial artist. So yeah. it's like, so, and yeah, and hard to kill. Those <laughs> are the numbers that you're trying to hit. And even with ridiculous dice pools. And I remember we, we did a lot of hacking at that on that game. Yes. I had uh, to, or it would be a, to. a lot Insane. of, a lot of, a lot of auto success, uh, like d- dice converting over to auto successes and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, it, it, it was it was always we were always trying to find a way to to push it push it forward yeah. and and not make the failure be the the okay. shitty thing. And by the end, I mean even like at the very because I came in very late in the game, like I hey guys, have you ever had to make a thousand point exalted character? It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had, had talked to you guys for like two weeks about your characters to I really had, like get it. How m- out. like how many martial arts did I want to take? Is really, mm-hmm. but anyway, like towards the end though, like we actually kind of had it down, like. It was all, I mean, really, it always came down to just, like, did you perfect or not? And, yeah. like, what's your damage? Well, that was second Ed's issue to begin with, was did you perfect or not? At a certain point, it just didn't matter at that, at all that. Are you out of modes to perfect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyways, that's where things have sort of been at for quite a while. And we're seeing the, the last, last, I would say, five, ten years? Yeah. Probably five years. We've seen a lot more games that we've already described of games playing around with the idea of failing, failing forward or succeeding with complication. And even, even when, even in the D and D days, so even in the battle days of D and D, like I knew people, um, second edition. No, no, I didn't. Three point, never, three, never, three Oh and above. Yep. I knew people who worked with failing forward systems. Like yep. my, uh, my buddy, my buddy, John from the old days, he had a momentum system from, you know, he used it in five E too. Like if you fail a roll, you get a little chit. Hmm. That shit can be used for stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe a boost on your initiative, maybe advantage on a roll later on. Oh, that's on. cool. Yeah, and it was just a nice thing. Like, it's it's like a little extra, in, it's inspiration plus, because mm-hmm. it was just something you got for fucking up. Or mm-hmm. you could, and, and also you could choose to fail and on any roll and gain, gain yep. that for later. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, choosing to fail and getting a little extra something, something, that's always neat too. That's another, uh, just a, Going back to to, to Wickisms is uh, something that that he just brought brought up recently uh, is a, a a hack on D and D of um, it's the it's the notion of a roll and move or move and roll um, where you um, he he says of like you know the the standard operating procedure is you describe what you're going to do and then you roll your die right uh, whereas he proposed an alternate system of you roll your die and, and that dictates then you choose what you want to do uh, you know in a that. lot of ways that's wholly better I, yeah. I I would like to try I'd, I'd actually really like to try that because at least mm-hmm. if you know the number that you're dealing with mm-hmm. you can appropriately plan your plan your turn mm-hmm. to make what you did make sense. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 you roll your d20 and you get a four. Well, okay, I'm going to do something that doesn't care about a dice roll for this turn. Right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, drink a potion or, or do something that... Now, that does, that does make the game easier but in a lot of ways, but it does also make it suck less yeah, in a exactly. lot of ways. So, so it's along the lines of like, oh, I've rolled my 20. I, I'm going to hit the motherfucker. I have to choose and, and I think, whom I will crit. And this is where I think my the conversation I ultimately wanted to get to was, what is that 
and what does that do for the, your playing mentality and what the message you're trying to tell your players and the GM about your game and what uh, it's sort of like what lessons do you learn? Because here the old style and the new style is one of the things I've seen, and this is me waxing a little bit poetic and probably bitching a little bit. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm willing to do that. Is the are idea you, are of... Are you okay, Matthew? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. Is the idea of... Sometimes the dice, sometimes your characters fail. Mm-hmm. And when you fail, it sucks, it hurts. I've seen many, 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 many players fail. And I don't want them to fail. I mm-hmm. want them to succeed. But part of failing is learning. Granted, it is random. I understand that. But the uh, learning to deal with the emotions of, I failed. My character failed. My character is not perfect. He will not succeed at everything he indu- does, and I must plan accordingly and move forward with that idea. Whereas I feel, not to say it's a bad system, but it sends a different type of message when you have fail for it. that you always get something even though you fail. With your participation mm-hmm. trophies. So, so he, he, I wasn't going to go that far, okay? He, he, here, here's a way to think about it. Is in, in these sort of systems, uh, and you, you can look at it that Failure, what, where does failure come from? Mm-hmm. Does failure come from your incompetence? Or does failure come from the fact that you are up against nigh insurmountable odds? Right. Or, whereas you can, be, you can be competent, you can be capable, and, and you, know, you, you, can, you can grab uh, success from, from the jaws of failure. Um, but in a system where failure is the sort of absolute simulationist things, if you roll a one, well, you suck. Yeah, but like it's because you just fucked up. You were incompetent. You, even though, even if you are built out to be, you know, a this sword is hit, the thing I do. This is the thing I do. Where I, I, I think it's much better to if if I'm Swordy McSword guy, mm-hmm. and I know how to swing a goddamn sword. There's a certain point. There's a certain point where. Uh, I I would what I would much rather happen is I swing my sword and this is this is just just narration rewards I swing my sword uh, and it is parried mm-hmm. like that's no failure of of mine the other guy was just faster than me at that uh, when point. I would GM. as opposed to well you swing your sword and just you you lose your footing and you and you win that doesn't happen right exactly. but when I when I would run that if someone missed if someone missed a roll mm-hmm. like that I usually. It is is it it is not the incompetence mm-hmm. of the player. It is the competence of the thing you're attacking to get the fuck yeah. out of the way or be to be so hard skinned or know what it's doing. Or and, just or just the general difficulty of the situation that you've been Right. Your, it's your, put don't put it on the incompetence of the character, put it on the difficulty of the situation or the thing it's facing. Exactly. And that and that actually lessens the blow because now it's cool. It's now it's cool. like now oh now I'm in a fight. Yeah, now you're going to I mean, I had a whole arc recently in a D&D game where they went to a town that was 50-50, like martial artists, and this is like weird wuja kung fu martial artists, mm. and regular folk. Now, you, as you may imagine, D&D characters fighting a bunch of wuja martial artists, that was... That's a little weird. That was a little weird, but boy, oh boy, did they actually kind of had to with the level of narration because there was a lot of weird jumping, whooping, wall running, and ass kicking. <laughs> so, you know, it was fun for them. Yeah. And when they failed... It wasn't because they suck. It's because you're fighting a guy who knows Kung Fu. And, <laughs> and that's really where, where the rest of this conversation that I wanted to take it was, is the idea, if you notice, the simulation versus narrative perspective is, what does the role represent? Is mm-hmm. it you doing something? Is it your character action? Or is it the is it sort of the overarch of like, 
I hate to describe it, uh, trying to figure out a good way to describe it. It's like the over, you the player looking down mm -hmm. and going, well, I rolled, so this action, mu some interpretation must be of this yeah. action. It's not my character doing something or not something. Mm -hmm. It is an out of outside um, development that I must yeah, interpret. It, it, and where does the weight lie in all of it? Well, it's, it's whether or not, like, the, the, the role is sort of the fickle finger of fate. Yeah. Uh, it is, and and it's up to the table to interpret the, the dice rolls uh, in a way that is interesting. Um, like, a lot of, a lot of this, this problem of, you know, the whiff problem um, that fail forward and succeed with consequences um, systems try to address... A lot of it is down to table dynamics. Mm -hmm. Is down to the the sort of the contract between between the table of like how do we interpret these dice rolls? Do we do, like uh, because like I've read in in a lot of recent books, I've read you know the note of assume competence, mm. assume that your characters are competent, assume that they're not going to that even if they roll poorly, it's not because they suck, it's because something happened or the situation is difficult or any number of things other than you you are you i mean gaming also has a, has an element of power fantasy to it it always does unless you're playing some weird ass nordic thing where you're a refugee and and yeah. let's not even talk about that that's um, a whole other sort of environ that you're getting yourself that's, into that's that's anxiety fantasy um <laughs> which i you know if if i'm i'm down for it but i gotta be in a mood i'm an american i live it <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand you've never been a refugee though i don't want to be <laughs> i don't think that would i don't think that would enhance i know what my, my outcome will be it's not pleasant i yeah. don't want that i already never mind anyway i know what failure is okay i've already <laughs> done it plenty <laughs> figured it out um, but anyway, yeah. So I, th I think it's it's about interpreting what this is about. Is this is this about pure power fantasy, or is this about telling a collective story, determining an outcome um, that 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 hits all of those little cocaine lever levers, yeah. and uh, while still not just being pure faffery. Yeah, it's also the idea of like, or you're trying to interpret more of a gritty game where mm -hmm. you're going to let the dice dice dictate, yeah. and that's reason I bring this up is because I am running the Black Crusade game and mm -hmm. that is a very gritty system that especially for chaos aspect is things are flipping random mm -hmm. like very random and people are like and I've I've been in some games that are like everything's point by everything's controlled you can you can mm -hmm. work do use everything in the system to control the situation because we want you to play the character you want to play right. where some guys are like no everything's rolled that's how you made the concept everything will be rolled I do not anything that is random in the system will absolutely be random in my in this game because I want the experience of sort of learning how to pivot with failure mm -hmm. sort of like how oh I failed how do I getting myself into a situation where I'm not failing anymore. Well, e even then, like, how do you frame that failure? Like, you know, um, you know, uh, you, you shoot your bolter gun and you roll, you, you, you didn't hit it. Did, did it, it be, was your aim off or did the gun jam or, right. or, or did something else happen? Did it get and, out of the well, way? And, 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 and I would, in my, in my, my opinion, I would say that like players only really ca ca catastrophically fail when they say, "I want to catastrophically fail." Like I want, I want this to be because they want that. That's in 
they are interested in in that having that. Also, moment. it's a consent issue. It's yeah, like it's they're buying into it and saying, "I want this to be terrible." Yeah, like I, I choose for this the, to be terrible. Well, you know, like you know, the, the situation where you got a character that, like, yeah, I'm doing something real nasty. It's what the character would do, but it's better for the table if I fuck this up. Yeah, um, and one of the things I've had to do as a GM is they're like, "Oh, I want to rank a lore roll for this and this," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "A roll," and they don't roll very well mm-hmm. because they're still learning they're still very young characters and then i'm like okay you don't know it but i generally give them some bare bones facts to work off of and the idea of you need more research material or you need x y and z Mm -hmm. these are now goals for your character to try to go after and that keeps them interested of at least i know where i can go look Mm -hmm. for a solution to my problem rather than me just stonewalling them or just giving to them because I feel pity yeah, for them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about maintaining the me- the momentum, keeping it interesting. Yep. Um, you know, the, the dice are there as a guide, at least mm-hmm. in my opinion. The dice, the dice are there to, to add a little bit of, you know, uncertainty and flavor to things. Um, to, you it's know, part to, of the to, improv. It's part of the improv. It, well, and it, it's there to wait, uh, you know. It's to, the equivalent of someone calling out a job. At an improv show. <laughs> I need a location. Fireman. Fireman. At the grocery store. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, anyway. Yes, and. Um, <laughs> yes, and. Yeah. Not no but. I, I always like mm-hmm. yes, but. Uh, but that's just me. That's well, for me as a GM. I, yes, I like big butts. And I cannot lie? Nope. And my brother likes big butts and can only... And can only we lie. tell the truth. <laughs> but my brother likes big butts and can only lie. <laughs> you have two questions. <laughs> um... <laughs> Butts. Yeah. Um, Is it about butts? No. Yes. <laughs> uh, anything else, you guys? Uh, we're not. We're we're doing decent on time. Is there yeah, anything sure. else you want to bring up about this particular subject? Um. I got out what I needed to. Yeah. Doors. Doors and locks and shit like that. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, uh, we're, I mean, we're uh, we're gonna be in the next couple of weeks or so. We're gonna st- be starting our Polyhedron Plays Aeon campaign. Yep. Uh, which so recording at the very we're recording excited. at the very excited. Yeah, uh, you know, so yeah. excited. We'll, we'll we'll figure out the release schedule on that. I I, I have opinions, uh, but I'm really interested in getting my 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 hands into that system and seeing how it works with the dice rolling. And I want my scalps. I want my scalps, uh, particularly. Particularly with the uh, fail forward and yes, absolutely. System. I'm super excited to test because you can we can definitely report back what that kind of a system, how that actually feels. Because mm-hmm. not a lot of the systems I've played, and I don't probably not a lot of you played, don't really have that built in yet. That's a very yeah, no. new concept uh, built into mainstream games. Well, also the the whole like that it's a pool that the party uses, mm-hmm. and I know there's going to be someone at the table who gets like super weirded out about using group resources so i'm gonna have to well it's also about like you have to ask permission to the group the group has to be like oh yeah, well, that's cool what if you out. never like, well it's like what if you're too what if you never ask like what yeah, if you true. like don't have the instinct to ask but it's like no 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 you have to like well they don't know yet it's like no no for some of these things you have to yeah ask. you have to you have to ask to, to also- use a base Certain powers don't. Yeah, require. yeah. Some of your your skill tricks. Skill uh, tricks are require momentum. momentum. Like so, if like there are things on your character sheet that you can't access unless you have failed in mm-hmm. in the course of things. So that'll take some getting used to. Um, it's also interesting. Like like that's that's the thing I like about the momentum system. Is that it? It I think it's going to help a lot with table dynamics because it's not just failing. Does doesn't just suck for you. Failing sucks because you have not progressed the objective. Right. You you, you and and there's there's an element of 
you're letting the table down. You're letting the group down because you didn't do do the thing. You didn't do the thing. Now, now people have to come back and and try and and you know do that. But failing and adding to the momentum. Oh, you oh you failed. Now I get to use my super awesome ability from from, from this. Or now I can get some dice off of this. Like or it, you know or it's it, like you get that look on your face like guys. Is it time to go to Dave and Buster's? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. And everyone agrees around the table. Like, everyone loves when that moment has, like, guys, I have to do something very stupid. Is this okay? And everyone's like, yay. <laughs> yeah, oh, you would know nothing about that. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's almost time. They almost get to hear it. The patrons will get to hear it. I soon. just edited it, and it's on the schedule right now. I've edited it. It's I, amazing. Guys, I actually listened to I listened to the. I don't generally listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a couple the patron contents here and there because I think we're funny. Yeah. Uh, but I listened to the first two episodes. Oh, it's so much fun! It's so guys. good. It's so you guys good. totally. You get if you're not a patron, why not? It's a yeah. buff, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, <laughs> become a patron because it's super fun. Especially Shit, episode. <laughs> episode three is where the thing happens. Episode four is the fallout of the thing. It's so... that's a long episode. That's a really funny fucking episode. <laughs> we're. I mean, like when James, shit hits fan, it's amazing. James yells at me I know. <laughs> multiple times. Actually. Multiple times, James yells <laughs> oh, yeah, at my he, character, he, 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 and maybe me. Like, yeah, maybe a little. Maybe mostly a little. because I'm looking. Like, well, James, when we were recording, James was sitting directly across from me, mm-hmm. so he got to see my character. Like, because I'm I'm kind of larping a little bit. Yeah, just to you're get emotive. Into, I'm very exactly. emotive. So as he was talking to me, I was just smiling and just looking him in the eye and like shaking, a crazy man, and just shaking my head no at him. He's like, don't you shake your damn head at me i'm like I'm like it's it's a beautiful game uh it's fun and and i'm looking forward to getting back in the gm seat yep. uh with these oh, chuckleheads yeah. um and yeah it's it's gonna be a real fun time i'm not gonna yep. be as button pushy this well, time yeah, because i haven't done that in a very well I, we I definitely have to be a lot more co- very cooperative in this oh, one no, like, and that i'm looking for i love cooperative like, oh yeah no this is, this is gonna be a very cooperative experience let's uh we're, we're getting together pretty soon uh to talk about the campaign yep. and get some things set up and that's what we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna we, we might actually record a portion yeah of we're that. thinking about doing an episode zero for that so that you will all and that may actually go in a normal episode uh for polyhedron so that you all can understand that we're actually putting the lots of the things we talk about to actual test. We actually do what we say we do. Yeah, no, the notion of getting getting everyone on the same page, setting expectations. Everyone knows uh, what their character's all about. Everyone knows what their character's all about. Uh, you know, talking about, like, are there any things that are off limits? Like, we're, I think we're going to... I think it would be valuable to go through all of that as well as to record it so that we can give an example also, also, of some of the bullshit that we've been going over. Yeah. First, and also for also some of funny. us who haven't, like, listen, I'm not going to be able to read the entire AM. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. just not going to be able to. So it'll be very helpful for maybe someone who didn't, who doesn't have a super grasp sure, on the setting. And I can be like, I want to, here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, who know this how, how do I do it? For a decade, well, please and, tell and, me. And for, the fir- and for the first game, I'm, I'm going to be putting some pretty, pretty strong limits on sort of character concepts and whatnot and, and group dynamics because it's it's a very specific scenario that we're going into. Mm. And I think that'll help. Providing the boundaries, we'll, we'll let you uh, do uh, that. Actually, I find... Oh, next episode, I know exactly what our topic is. I, okay. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. I actually find that limitations on character concepts breeds more creativity. Actually, that's very interesting because you're right because one of the greatest, one of the most important things mm. when starting a D&D 3.5 game is like, <laughs> All right, what books are off limits? Because yeah. G- you know the GM has a list of books that are off limits. It's like Psionics is out. Mm-hmm. The com- the complete books 
get that shit out of here. We're not dealing with it. Wait, no, complete adventure is fine. But, and, and it's that kind of thing. Here is the list of the forbidden. Yeah, there is this a forbidden. Is oh, and if it's one of those fucking paperback splat books from the from three O, get that shit, shit out of here. here. Well, leave, um, leave my house. And, and leave my house. And actually, I think, like I said, that will probably be one of the, a future episode is the idea of what breeds more creativity. Mm-hmm. All the options or oh, well, limited you, options. Well, analysis paralysis is a real problem in character mm-hmm. creation, oh, especially yeah. if there's a very wide selection. Uh, I, I have actually, I have I have stories about that. I'm not going to go into right now because I actually have stories about I got, that. I do have some stories about that myself yeah. just with... So, Again, three five. All right, so I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Can we get a um, wrap it up box? Just have the wrap it up box. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Be. Present the present. No, it's a little flashing box that just says "wrap it up." That you hit a button on top. <laughs> uh, so, we, I'll, you know. I'll try to get the 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 whatever that Home Depot button or whatever that. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, um, if you're listening to this, everyone, uh, thank you for listening as well as he go means to- staples. By the way, yeah, he meant he staples. He does. Go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, give us five-star reviews. It really does help us out. We're on Spotify now, right? Uh, No, I actually found out recently that takes about two months. Also, oh, shit. I, and also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little, little, little poop here. The Spotify app uh, kind of blows for podcasts because it doesn't, rem- it loses your place constantly. No, that's why I just download the podcast. Just, just podcatcher. So yes, please give us five star reviews on whatever podcatcher service you can. It helps you can, the show. You yep. can also listen, so you can listen to more interesting discussions about podcatcher services. <laughs> yeah, um, so great content. There's actually metapods, which are podcasts about podcasts. It's 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 no. <laughs> But anyways, also as we said, if you want more content from us, I have done the math. For one dollar a month, a month, not episode. You get over, like, six hours of content from us. You paid more for the thing you're eating right now, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. So, go, go to patreon.com slash polyhedron. Give us a buck. It helps a huge amount. We're, you'll never miss the dollar. You'll become one of our bosses. You'll become part of our community. And really, you'll get more content. We really pay way more attention to what they say than anyone else. Yeah. So. And, yeah we have gotten, actually, excellent ideas from our patrons directly that have helped make this show hey, better. If you like specifically. Whole, if you like the whole Trinity deep dive thing, oh, if you yeah, like that, the was, Trinity, an that was an idea from a patron. Yeah. Like, that has set us up for mm-hmm. content for, for a very long for time. Days. For days. For days. Um, so, But we're not going to ramble on. No, we're not. So if you actually, we're fu- gonna fix this problem pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna have a, a whole little sting of thing, so we don't like do this weird rambly thing. You can get this through Patreon content and enjoy us rambling. Yeah. Um. And lastly, if you want to get feedback for the show, you want to email us, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first, we are uh, Polynesian Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to find the show on Twitter, sorry, wow, I said Twitch for a second there. We're on Twitch right now. Hello, it's happening. Um, Hello, is at Polyhedron Cast. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at, at BioImportance. I'm at Arduous, R-J-U-O-U-S. And I am at Divis Malkav. Yes, for, uh, I think that's everything. So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Go roll some dice. Oh.